0: You can listen to the front on your smart speaker every morning. To hear the latest episode, just say Play the News from the Australian. From the Australian, here's What's on the Front. I'm Claire Harvey. It's Friday, November 17. The head of an Israeli military task force overseeing the flow of aid into Gaza says he's willing to allow unlimited humanitarian trucks into the territory, but a shortage of UN vehicles and shipping bottlenecks are stifling the flow of assistance. Australian researchers are close to developing the first early detection blood test for pancreatic cancer, one of Australia's biggest killers, and our deadliest cancer. Optus is in deep crisis as its chief executive, Kelly Bayer Rosmarin, appears today before a Senate inquiry into this month's comprehensive outage. Optus blamed its own parent company Singtel for the crash, but now Singtel's denying it was to blame. In today's episode, can Kelly Bayer Rosmarin survive? Wake up, stretch, check the phone. That morning ritual was rudely interrupted on Wednesday, November 8. If you're an Optus mobile customer, no service. If you buy Optus home Wi-Fi, no service. Optus landlines, no service. For some of us, it was just annoying. I didn't clock the problem until I was in an Uber on my way to an early interview and realised I had no cash or credit cards on me. So, no way to pay for anything if my dead phone couldn't connect to my bank. For others, it was terrifying. People with chronic illnesses who might need to call an ambulance. Parents who suddenly had no way to contact their kids. Businesses who rely on Optus to process EFTPOS payments. Some suburban trains ground to a halt. Hospitals that rely on Optus for their connected medical devices and communication with staff were suddenly cut off.
1: I wasn't an Optus customer, so I wasn't catapulted into the telecommunication dark ages like <laughs> you were, but it was dark. I was uh, driving down the highway from Geelong to Melbourne to Tullamarine Airport when I started getting text messages and phone calls to say there was this mammoth outage.
0: Jared Lynch is the Australian's tech editor, and he's been covering this story, which has become a case study in how not to respond to a disaster.
1: Underscoring the severity of this outage was the fact that people could not dial triple zero on a fixed line. These are people who are genuinely elderly customers who need to access emergency services. So this could have potentially resulted in a loss of life. I mean, telecommunications is essential to our economy as electricity and running water.
0: Jared had to leap into reporting the story right from dawn. And Optus put out a statement simply announcing it was aware of an issue, but offering no explanation.
1: It was two sentences. That's all we had until mid-morning, saying that this had happened.
0: Later, Optus updated its statement. If Optus customers need to call emergency services, we suggest finding a family member or neighbour with an alternative device.
1: It took about seven hours for their CEO, Kelly bayer Rosmarin, to appear on ABC Radio to explain what had happened. Oddly, uh, she was calling in via WhatsApp.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The team has tried a number of paths of restoration. So far, we have not had the results that we have hoped for.
0: Do they know what happened, though? Um, Who's they? The team that you've got working on it.
2: No, our team is still pursuing every possible avenue we right. had a number of hypotheses and each
0: one so far that we clearly the ceo had connectivity of some kind and spent the rest of the day on a media blitz the customer is always right would you like to apologize to them
2: yes i've been apologizing all day as has the whole team we exist to delight our customers and provide them with great connectivity at excellent prices but and but all but this you value
1: today but you haven't correct and you, and so for one ago. day
2: for one day for one day uh, we've had a terrible experience. Why
1: wasn't there a redundancy in place, a backup to keep the network running if something went wrong?
2: We have multiple layers of redundancy and backups.
0: By the time Kelly Bayer Rosmarin started her apology tour, the confusion of early morning had turned to rage. The federal government was furious. Customers were apoplectic, but Optus still wouldn't or couldn't say what went wrong.
1: They didn't have an explanation at the end of day one. They didn't even have an explanation at the end of day two. I spoke to the chief executive. I spoke to their star recruit, um, Gladys Berejiklian, the former New South Wales Premier, who now looks after their business customers, as well as their executive for customer solutions, Matt Williams. And they still could not say exactly what had happened
0: It took six days for Optus to come up with an explanation that a routine upgrade by an international partner had caused its routers to fail. But even though journalists like Jared had worked this out for themselves, Optus still wasn't being open.
1: Quite early on, on Wednesday, um, Telco insiders told myself and my colleague Joseph Lamb that a network upgrade was the likely cause of the outage which affected their routers, which caused them to fail and, and stop the flow of traffic around the country. When we put this to Optus's CEO late on Wednesday, so the same day of the outage, she flatly denied this.
0: On Friday, they denied it again. On Monday, they fessed up. It was an upgrade of an international network. Well,
1: comedy of errors sort of understates it, really. But it sort of came to a head yesterday on Wednesday when they actually said, well, that international networks was our parent company, Singtel, which is just amazing. Normally, um, parent companies are protected at all costs because reputation is everything.
0: Telcos are complex. It's hard to get your head around even the magic of an old-fashioned phone where a voice travels down a physical line. But today, Optus has a mobile telephony network relying on towers, a web of physical lines and a fleet of satellites over our heads. So how could it all fail at once?
1: Outages do happen across telecommunication networks. The key is it's how you handle them when they do go wrong. I mean, if you're a BHP or a Rio, you have a crisis communications plan and simulations to sort of prepare you for a mining disaster. This is not a black swan event, right? It's not a complete curveball. If you're a telecommunications provider, the two worst-case scenarios that you prepare for is a cyber attack, which is what happened to Optus in September last year, and a network outage, which is what happened on Wednesday.
0: Oh, yeah, it's all happened before. And this time, Optus's own parent company is throwing it under the bus. That's after the break.
1: Access a world of true crime podcasts on Crimex Plus, where award-winning journalists take a deep dive into unsolved cases.
2: Every week, we're waking up to a dead woman, a dead mother, sister auntie grandmother it's not good enough
1: from the team that brought you the teacher's pet shadow of doubt and dying rose unlock early ad-free and bonus content from brand new series and flagship shows such as i catch killers with gary
0: jubilant one was shot in the mouth and i thought he was dead another one had been shot with a shotgun and i got the overspray
1: search for crimex plus on apple podcasts to start digging deep into the world of true crime
0: Just over a year ago, Optus was hit by a massive data breach. I'm
2: angry that there are people out there that want to do this to our customers. I'm disappointed that we couldn't have prevented it. And I'm, I'm very sorry and, and apologetic. apologetic. It should not have happened.
0: Hackers sent Optus a ransom note asking for $1.5 million and threatened to release customers' most sensitive information dates of birth, driver's license details, passports. It sent customers scrambling to get new identity documents. But again, the company seemed not to get how upset customers would be.
1: The Telco's chief executive, Kelly Bayer Rosmarin, was published in the Australian, taking a break in country Bowral. not good optics.
0: That hacker is still unknown. In fact, the only person who's faced punishment for the breach is not the hacker or Optus management, but a 19-year-old man who admitted to blackmailing 93 Optus customers after finding their details on the dark web. He demanded $2,000, but none of them paid up. He pleaded guilty and got an 18-month community corrections order. Customer law presently requires companies like Optus to compensate customers if they can't access the service they're paying for. So here's the snag. Technically, Optus only has to compensate for the amount of money they charged that day, the day they didn't deliver the service. One of the Australian scoops on this rolling story has been getting inside Optus's thinking on compensation.
1: On Thursday, during Singtel's earning results, Optus' CEO, Kelly bayer Rasmarin told investors, and it was a private investor call, the media weren't allowed in there, that if we boiled down what the compensation would be based on our average plans, it would be $1.60 per customer. And that's not worth it.
2: And we don't think that's what customers want, is a credit for $1.60. So we're looking at what we can do to make our customers feel like they've been heard, that they know that we care we understand
1: that we... So we have decided to um, <laughs> to actually offer the equivalent of a hundred dollars worth of free data. Now you try telling that to a, a small business who lost up to ten thousand dollars. It doesn't quite add up does it?
0: There's never a dull moment when you're a tech journo. On Thursday afternoon Jared broke another bombshell yarn, turning the whole thing into a who done it.
1: Singtel is saying, yes, we did complete an upgrade, but it only took 20 minutes. Optus received plenty of notification that that's what we were doing. And furthermore, after we completed it, its systems were up and running. So don't look at us, we're not the root cause.
0: Singtel is denying Optus's version of events. That's quite remarkable given how close these companies are.
1: Definitely. I mean, we just don't see this sort of stuff happening in the corporate environment, particularly the current corporate environment where reputation is everything. Look, who knows what's going on in the Optus tent. Clearly, there is dysfunction happening. And it is increasingly likely that the only way to resolve this is to have a complete reset at the company. And that starts up the top. Kelly Bayer-Rasmaren needs to have a good hard look at her future and say, am I the right person to lead? Because increasingly, it's looking likely that she is not.
0: It's clear Kelly Bayer rosmarin now understands how serious it is that the network failed. Today, that's Friday. She'll appear before a Senate inquiry into the outage. So I'm sure rival telecommunications companies are looking on with concern for Optus's well-being.
1: Well, it's a double edged sword for them. On the one hand, there's a Senate inquiry which is looking into the cause of Optus's outage, and the likely outcome of that is more regulation for telcos, which no one will like. No one wants to have more red tape. On the other hand, it's a situation where you pull out your easy chair and popcorn because it's a never have I ever moment.
0: Jared Lynch is the Australian's tech editor. You can read all his scoops, plus reviews, tech trends and all the rest of Australia's best journalism by joining our subscribers at theaustralian.com.au.